0: All right, every Wednesday you got a chance to win tickets. It's a win tickets Wednesday. Games, concerts, you never know what it's going to be. College football, college basketball, jazz tickets. You saw an amphitheater. You just don't know. This week, it's going to be two tickets to an upcoming University of Utah men's basketball game. The Utes PK on the road this week.
1: Yeah, down in the LA area. Got
0: any hope for them against SC? Oh, absolutely.
1: I have hope for them every single game for two reasons. Really? I think they've got talent. It's young talent, so it's going to be inconsistent. And then secondly, I just don't see anybody in this conference that just looks at, wow, they just cannot be beaten.
0: USC 16-4, and 8-1 and one at home. And you have one true road win this okay, year. Did, are they going to win? Probably not. But do they have yeah. hope of winning? Yes. If they get out of L.A. with the split, declare did, victory and move on. Who
1: did SC lose
0: to? At home? No, no, no. Or just in, in the conference. Yeah. They lost at Oregon, 79-70, and, and they went fine. to Washington and got blown out, 72-40. Mm-hmm. to 40. Right. Yeah. Right. It just sounds like Washington hit them with that zone and they didn't know what to do. I didn't watch the game. But well, Washington's had
1: guys in and out of the lineup, so I'd have to see who was available then.
0: Non-conference, they lost to Temple and Marquette. So I, the are an intriguing team. What am I going to get? They're the, the the Forrest Gump box of chocolates. <laughs> they got uh, UCLA on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, I think and, around 1 o'clock our time. Yeah, and that would seem to be winnable absolutely because the uh, the Bruins are 10-10 and 10 this year, 3-4 and four in league. Well, Cronin, uh, yeah, it's his first year, so you got to give him time. Right. There'll
1: be about maybe 2,000 people in that gym that day.
0: Get a split. Get out. Call it good. Move on. All right, your chance to see uh, to see a game. It'll be either the February sixth or February eighth game. So that is uh, that's when Stanford and Cal come to town. Be one of those games. Stanford's on top of the world. Stanford's feeling pretty good about themselves right now, aren't they? Yeah.
1: And you got to do a thing. I got to throw the tickets. When we come back because we don't go to break on that, right?
0: Nope. No, I got a compliment. Whoa, a compliment. <laughs> well, first, let's see who's going to win tickets. <laughs>
2: This is your chance to win tickets. Win. It's a win ticket Wednesday. 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 Caller number 12 right now at 855-340-ZONE. Woo! And you'll win tickets right here on 97.5-1280-THE-ZONE and the Zone Sports Network.
0: All right, 855-340-ZONE. 855-340-ZONE. That's the number right now. Caller 12, win tickets to see the Utes against either Stanford or Cal. All right, PK, you got a compliment. You're
1: yeah, so I don't know why I want to deliver it right now, because I want to wallow in it first. Go ahead, you it, can wallow in it. Right, You're but... wallow in it for the whole hour. It's yeah, but good. once I repeat it, it's like when I hit a good golf shot and it's on the green, yeah. I'll tell my partner or my wife if I'm playing with her, I said... I'll walk.
0: <laughs> you take the cart.
1: <laughs> I want to take my time. Just take the putter. I just need that. You can <laughs> yeah. have this back. I don't need the wedge. I'm
0: good. Yeah, I'm good. you do the same thing I do.
1: Yeah. So like if I'm like 150, 160, whatever out, and I, you know, I stick it within 10 feet, I'm walking because <laughs> <laughs> I want to take my time. I want to rush this baby. Nice. So, but since I tease it, I gotta say it. Uh, crazy jazz fan. Thank you, P.K. Kinahan, for making me bust out, bust up laughing out loud in the middle of work yesterday with your Rudy imitation. They came to kick our ass. <laughs> what? They came to kick our ass. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> I just thought about it again and started laughing. Oh, well, you're welcome. I love Rudy. I love everything about the guy. I love his sense of humor. I love his little smirk that he has when he knows he's saying something. I love his intensity out on the floor. We're on in Kobe Bryant, justifiably so, with his intensity. Although this whole thing of acting like it's sad that he won't be able to play ball anymore makes no sense to me. He's been out for forty Sorry, years. Yeah, To me, it's all the stuff that he's doing and not being a dad, but this thing of and the girl dad is great that
0: it's getting publicity out there. That's just outstanding. There's so much to learn from him. I read you that Jerry West quote, which I don't have in front of me right now, but it was basically... Um, West comparing this to losing his brother in Korea. Oh,
1: you know, he said it many. I've heard him in many right. interviews, and he was on the thing last night. They did the With thing TNT. from the uh, on the court at the Staples Center because they were supposed to broadcast that game, and they had a bunch of guys in there, and they're talking about Rick Fox. How did Rick Fox reported that he was on the plane? How did that get started? I don't know because he was talking about how people were uh, hitting him up, his phones blowing up, that people are as he got a, a text from Kenny Smith because I was watching it. Uh, last night and kenny said just shoot at me Uh, just say hey Uh, and so he texted back hey (laughs) uh, and with a crying face because they had known by that time rick had heard about the the tragedy but somehow rick fox's name got linked to that he was on board the flight and all that stuff and which wasn't true but anyway the way kobe played and i just love watching him play and i'm not alone obviously i think gobert has that same type of intensity hmm. And and it's just totally cool.
0: Hold that thought. I will. What happened, Yock? I cannot get inbound phone calls, apparently, because nobody's calling for these tickets. Well, that doesn't happen.
1: Snigs, just uh, give me your cell.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> no. What was that? That sounded like a phone ringing. Oh, really? Well, straighten it out with IT. Yep, well, just call DJ. All right. We're on hold for the Utah tickets. I'll give it for you if you're too bashful. We're on hold for the
1: Utah tickets.
0: (laughs) 801-67. I I have no idea what it is. I don't know any numbers now. I (laughs) only have two numbers memorized. Yours? And my wife's. There you go. Literally, that is it. I don't know my kids' phone numbers. I just punch in their names. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I do know my wife's. So. Yeah.
1: I couldn't even tell you one number in Oh, Oh, you no, know,
0: I know a third one. I know Dave Fox's because I learned it a long time uh, before we were punching in names. So I've I've retained that one. I'm down to two. K U T V switchboard number, same deal, because I learned it a long time ago. And I never call myself. <laughs> so that doesn't matter. No. Not even to find your phone? Well of course I know two eight eight Z E R O. That's zero rest. There it is. <laughs> nice plug. <look>. Kaching.
1: <laughs> And I think you have to have. I really believe you have to have that Kobe Bryant mentality in order to win. I don't think you can win. I don't care what it is. We're talking about Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill wants to be a starting quarterback. He has to have that.
0: So Andy Reid, nicest guy ever, has got to have that, or they're not going to beat the Niners.
1: I'm think it's more of the players than the coaches. Really, coach? Because when you were when you're a player, I think you can be singularly focused. Uh huh. But when you're a coach, the proverbial hat. Every single imaginable hat, you have to wear.
0: Yeah. But I think Belichick's focused on winning, and I think the team feeds off of that. I think the Jazz— I think every coach is. Right. But I think it's more—the the, 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 player—the
1: co- the player can get out of control. The coach can't. Mike Krzyzewski last night aside. And he's only done that because he's in his 70s and he can get away with it. And if yeah. he was starting out and he did that in his first game, they were like, what are you, lo- are you lunatics? Stop. Yeah. No, I, I think the player, had the, the coach, and a lot of times, and see, I think that's Belichick's part of his greatness, is removing emotion out of it, not into it. And
0: emotion can be a big part of drive for the player. See, I think he still has the emotion. I just think it's focused in a way that the players know. aren't. If Kobe Bryant
1: was a coach by Christmas, his guys would have been burned out. (laughs) They wouldn't have been able to survive that type of coaching, that type of intensity. A coach has to be a psychologist, a a friend, a bartender. And, of course, he and they, because it's the staff, have to have the X and O stuff. They have to have instinct. They have to be able to dissect analytics and know how to use them to the best of their advantage. They, they've got to draw upon so many things, and I guess players do to an extent, but in my mind, Kobe was just, I am going to do everything possible to when my determination, my singular focus is going to wear off on you. And I don't think a coach can do that to the level Rudy Gobert does.
0: I'll give you it's a different kind of focus and energy, but they got to have it. But they gotta express it differently,
1: well, I think they do have it, but I think it's it it is it is a more of a drive for on behalf of the player now part of the coaching job is to get the player to have that kind of drive
0: see I think the player either has it or they don't uh, I think you can, you can uh, help can, them focus it yeah think, well that but that but they gotta have it you yeah, know? but
1: they've got it n- I think part of coaching is pushing guys beyond where they thought they could do. Yeah. And so you can have it, but the coach can push you to get
0: you more of it. You got to yeah. have it. Yeah. We'll, all those guys have it. They reach that level. We'll probably know more, you know, in a couple of years, cause they try to keep stuff tightly wrapped, but slowly and surely, you know, stuff comes out, you know, but the amount of detail, footwork, spacing the floor, Watching so much video, you know. Joe tells us some about that. Quinn talks about it occasionally, but not a lot. And I think that Quinn has that eye for details and that burns in him. He doesn't let it out a lot, but once in a while, and when it does happen, then social media turns it into a meme. You know, <laughs> and is with the eyes that that fire to burn that fire burns inside him, and he's got it. But how he expresses it is really important. And once in a while, there's a call or something happens in a game, and you see it in his eyes, and he turns his head, and boom, it's on Twitter.
1: Sure, but that's during games. I, I think 75 to 80, if not even higher percentage, of Kobe's greatness was not shown in games. It was, right. it led to the success, but all the other stuff was not
0: filmed. Yes. It wasn't seen. Ed Ed Davis talked about that. He talked about going down there in the offseason and working with him 16, 17 years in, running ladders, suicides, whatever you call them, you know what I'm talking about. You know, back at free throw to the free throw line and back to the baseline, half court and back, in the middle of drills, two hours, working on this intense footwork, fundamentals, and then stopping to doing the running. And he thought in the middle of it, it was like, so this is what it takes to be great. This is what Kobe does. But it was everything. It was the mental stuff of it, his focus, too. He said he stopped him once in a practice and said, hey, do you remember a week ago in practice, blah, blah, blah? And Ed said, oh, yeah, yeah. And then he told us, I was totally lying. He said, but he was so locked in mentally, he did remember specific stuff from practice a week ago. He said, I didn't remember it. Malone didn't
1: get that way just because he shot some baskets in the summer. Pace Mannion talks about, let's go bike riding. Oh, yeah, okay. And they're going bike riding to Logan or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just yeah. uh, let's let's run some
0: hills. Snowshoeing up just, the hill behind his just, house. On yeah. and on and on. There was a on. video that went out just when the internet and video was really taking off and we're all getting high speed, and it was Carl working out in a barn in Arkansas. I get tired just watching it. In the middle of summer, sweating, you just tell it's hot day and the weights. and the uh. See, and if that comes from a coach, you're going to turn them off. How the coach expresses it is important. You're right. The coach can overwhelm them. I
1: want, I want Jerry Sloan intensity, Quinn Snyder intensity, but I want Car- Kobe Bryant Carmelone work ethic. That's what I want. Cause then if I got the combination of the two, I'm good to
0: go. All right, DJ and PK, Yuck, how's it going with the phones in there? You want to try again? No, no, not good so far. Not good. So we hold on, to- we got those U tickets to give away. We've not given them away. Yes. Win tickets Wednesday delayed. We'll see if we get some going in the next segment. Apparently, if you're trying to call the zone right now, it goes to some random voicemail. Oh, so, awesome. so that's full. <laughs> yeah, we're up to a good start. All right, DJ and PK, we'll get caught up to speed. Everything we've been talking about in this show: Andy Reid to Taysom Hill to the Utah Jazz in San Antonio tonight. We'll do it next.
2: Yeah. And now, attention, top of the wire One. on 97.5, 1280, the Zone and the Zone Sports Network.
0: Utah Jazz back in action tonight. They to play the Spurs in San Antonio, 6.30 on AT&T Sportsnet. Pre-game show starts at 5.30. Spurs are ninth in the West, two and a half games out of a playoff spot, six games under 500. Jazz got a little help in the playoff race. The Denver Nuggets were beaten, 104-96 in Memphis, and the Dallas Mavericks at home got blown out by Phoenix, 133-104. to DeAndre Ayton had 31 points and nine boards. Also, Chris Middleton, a career-high 51 points as the Milwaukee Bucks win without the Greek Freak. Antetokounmpo didn't play. Middleton goes for 51 as the Bucks beat the Wizards 151-131. to Utah State, a 68-45 winner at Wyoming. They're on to San Diego State this weekend. Top of the Wire is brought to you by Ken Garf, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram. Get a new Jeep or Ram for less at Ken Garf, West Valley, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram. Visit them today Time to get you up to speed on everything we've been talking about. Brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Chrysler Jeep, Dodge Ram, and Sandy. Find your deals online at LHMDeals.com. We talked Jazz and Spurs. Time for the bounce back, PK. I was telling you, I was watching Pardon the Interruption. And uh, Michael Wilbon, they actually had devoted a couple minutes to, uh, obviously, the Lakers and Clippers game being postponed. And then they went into the Rockets and Jazz, and Michael Wilbon was like... Great win for Houston on the road without three of their starters in Utah. And he goes, and a horrible loss for Utah. And then immediately followed up with, But I don't want to judge anything. This is, he says, it's been two weird days in the NBA. It doesn't, yeah, I, I see more. that sort
1: of ticks me off. They finally talk about the Jazz and it's a loss. I know, I know right? They never talk. Thanks about for the, the national jazz.
0: pub. <laughs> they yeah. never talk about the Jazz. I, I, I DVR the show, I tend to watch it at night. And you tend to listen to it at the gym the next day, so you haven't heard it yet. No, um, I'll listen to
1: it today. I do it every day.
0: Yeah. And uh, so it was interesting, but I thought that was uh, they were both in favor of the Lakers and Clippers playing. And Wilman said he switched because he talked to so many people who were so close to the situation. And he said, you know, I guess I just wasn't close enough. I hear all the emotion and all the energy and all the sorrow and all the grief. He says, now I think it's probably the right thing to do. He says, I didn't, I didn't think that a day ago. But he said he really underestimated how much, you know, the, organiz- the players come and go, the coaches come and go, but a lot of people in the organization are there a long time. And so in some ways, you know, they've got different but very close relationships with Kobe because they were there. He was there 20 years. So if you're a 20-year Laker employee, you know, you interacted with him.
1: Oh, for sure, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to tell anybody how to yeah. grieve and they didn't want to play. The thing about it, though, is that whenever you play, it's still going to be there. It's not going away. No, it's not.
0: It's not going away for a good while. Now, they play Friday, so it's not like, oh, yeah. man, we, the Liquors, we got that behind us. The Lakers are at home Friday against Portland, so now that looks like the first game back and there'll be a ton of emotion there. Ironically, Portland will be going back-to-back when they play the Jazz on Saturday because they got that Friday game in L.A. But we can get to that then. First things first, the Jazz have to go beat San Antonio and bounce back and make make sure Houston is just a one-off. And if you keep winning four out of five, that's an 80% clip, and that's a 65-win pace, and that's plenty good enough. As much as the Houston Well, this is the sucked. first
1: adversity they've had in two months. <laughs> I know,
0: right? Oh, no, a bad game! Yeah. And the last time you could say they played a bad game, Oklahoma City, in early December. Yeah. That dropped them to 13-11. So seven,
1: eight, 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 seven weeks ago, yeah. Right. Uh, the the little New Orleans game
0: so be it you, know. you lost on the road in yeah. overtime yeah 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 and Miami you lost by 3 points right. to a team that's bouncing between second and third right. and east
1: but that was an embarrassing loss for you on monday night there's just no way other other way to say it so i you're looking for something cuz this is it's a mind numbing schedule of just a slew of games a slew of cities so you got to play little mental games with yourselves and so now these guys okay we played poorly and uh, it was embarrassing so now what do we do Bounce and, back Yeah so you know you have something there to and you've had a day off now and and you know you got some back to backs coming up so you're probably not going to win at the level that you've won at going into the all-star break which means when you get a team that's five six games under 500 and you're rested those are one of the teams you're supposed to be and you've done a great job doing that so do it again
0: Spurs tonight, 6.30 tip-off here on 97.5 and 12.80 of the zone. The pregame show will start at 5.30. I also talked a little bit about the other NBA games. The Jazz, although they did get the loss to Houston. Then Dallas picks up another loss. Denver picks up another loss. Denver lost to the Grizzlies, 104.96. Dallas. Getting blown out at home by Phoenix, one thirty-three to one hundred and four, and Ayton just going off. Now, what could the motivation have possibly been for his thirty-one point nine rebound explosion?
1: Well, he's been hearing it for a year and a half. We drafted you with the number one pick. We finally got the number one pick, and we took the wrong guy. Doncic was the right guy, and you aren't worthy of being the number one pick. So he's been living with that, and he had a 25-game suspension for the PEDs. He also had the shroud cloud of uh – possible irregularities in Arizona when he was there. And then he, at first game back, he sprained his ankle. He missed a bunch of games. And there's a guy, there's a, a radio guy, used to be a columnist down there, but now he's just strictly radio, who's just banging on the drum. The guy puts up empty stats. He's the most worthless 18-10 and 10 guy you've ever seen. And so he just says that and, and talks about it incessantly. Trade him for Anthony Towns and blah, 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 and he just doesn't have the drive. So that dude ought to have some motivation. And you're going against Dallas, and there is Doncic staring you right in the face. And you came up massive. Now, I think with Dallas finding out maybe they were not as good as the record indicated, and they lose Dwight Powell. He's not a star, but he was a nice big man role Mm -hmm. player for those guys. So I think they're going to come back to earth a little bit. Because Porzingis really hasn't come close to matching what he did with New York. And I don't know if he needs, like Hayward, needs some time. You look at Hayward's game last night with Jason Tatum out. Hayward went nuts. He had a great game, big time. And uh, so he took advantage of Tatum's being out, and they won in Miami, which is a nice win for the Celtics. So I think Dallas is going to come back to earth a little bit. I also think, for me, it's too early to obsess about the standings, but it's not too early to follow them.
0: Exactly. Well said. You should be in talk radio.
1: Yeah, well, you know, one of these days, maybe I can get
0: a break. That'd be good. There's a long way to go. They're not separated by much. Uh, I think 5, 6, and 7 have dropped away a little bit. And that was probably the, the problem with the loss to Houston, is they were 4-up. If they had won that game, they would have been 5-up. Instead, they're 3. So Houston's still hanging around. And you could have kind of buried them with that game. And like you said, Dallas is dropping off. So it's like, home court first round wouldn't really be an issue. Then it's... Home court second round. Is there a possibility of getting that and getting to second place?
1: Uh, yes, there is obviously a possibility, but if you don't get it, win the first game on the road and then you got it. I solved that one.
0: And would you rather play the top-seeded Lakers or the Clippers, who would be 2-3? Or or maybe the Clippers rest their way to number 4? And Yeah, you I don't know. Nuggets. The Clippers, I just don't know. Would you rather play th- – that's the I thing I haven't right seen now. the Clippers at full strength very much. Can you honestly say – out of the Nuggets, Clippers and Lakers, I really want to play Team X? Uh, I would go with the Nuggets.
1: They have fewer superstars. But can I guarantee the, you that that means the Jazz are going to beat the Nuggets? No, they yeah. haven't even played them once this year, so I don't even know. We'll obviously get some information here on Thursday, but the Nuggets are still without two starters. What are they going to be? They said Murray was going to be out for an extended period with that sprained ankle. Well, at this point, to me, that obviously means through the All-Star break
0: there is no point no point in bringing him back yeah. when you can pick him an extra 10 days there right 7 so I mean, millsap has
1: been out and they've had other guys out harris is back he's been out porter junior seems to be on some type of minutes restrictions yeah. i don't Plumlee. know what's going on there plumley's out so they, they they got a bunch of stuff going on in denver and what does that mean well it probably means some losses in the short term what does it mean in the playoff hunt i don't know Uh, You know, how legitimate are they? Now, the, the history of the NBA tells you you have to fall first. Kobe shooting air balls, Jordan losing, on and on. There's a long, illustrious history outside of Magic and Bird, basically, of guys falling before they win at big levels. And Denver, did they go through that? Was their learning experience last year, and now they're ready to take advantage of that experience? Or do they need more experience? Remains to be seen.
0: We also talked some college hoops today. Utah State and Wyoming. If you watched the first 15 minutes of that basketball game, they set the sport back a few years there. And then, something happened for Utah State and they were defending fine and Wyoming was struggling to score. And the Aggies got their offense together and in the last five minutes of the first half, I thought they basically won the game right there. I thought by the time they went to the locker room, there was no way Wyoming was going to win that game. Well, I
1: never thought Wyoming was going to win the game before the game. And I think they they eliminated some of their turnovers and made some shots and Wyoming. Wyoming He has seven sophomores. They got 10 sophomores or freshmen. You're just not going to win with that.
0: Weird that you were there when Josh Davis was uh, dominating and they were winning the conference and the place was packed and Utah was in town and the arena was just chaos and bedlam on a big Monday the entire game and they cut down the nets at the end. Turned on last night and honestly 500 people there maybe?
1: Yeah, it looked really bad with those yellow seats.
0: Individual Uh, voices you could hear clearly in the background on the broadcast?
1: Yeah. I don't think I ever covered a Utah win there, even with all those great teams. And I also covered some BYU games, so they kind of... They get mixed.
0: And also it was a sixteen team whack, they didn't go every year.
1: For a short period of time, that is correct. But you remember old Moose Stubing was mm-hmm. a third base coach for the Angels and he was a well-known, well known long time referee of the West. Referee, among uh, others. But yeah. yeah. And so we I had saw him
0: a, call him Big West games, right. I knew who he was. Yeah. But he was he was a
1: personality. Yeah. And uh, so he's reffing. they're playing I forget BYU, Utah. It's a two o'clock game on a Saturday. Well, I've got a nine o'clock flight in Denver to Go home instead of uh, spending another night on the road. So before the game, I said, "Moose, I need your help." He says, "What's that, man?" I said, "I got a flight, Denver. I got to catch tonight. So let them play. Let's back off the fouls, okay?" He says, "What time's your flight?" So I tell him. He said, "I got gotcha. you." <laughs> <laughs> <That's, laughs> such a moose <laughs> doing story. And you used to see those guys in the hotels. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not a drinker, but you'd see them. In I'd. Hang out in the lounge area I don't want to say mm-hmm. The hotel bar That conjures up A bad image It's not true But they have lounge areas mm-hmm. And so you'd yeah. sit there and you know, and A sit lot of them You get food too Yeah yeah, so right. Just a bar Right So you'd chat yeah. These guys up Occasionally And they, they'd get To recognize your face Because you're sitting Courtside They didn't know Who right. you yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah Oh yeah So used to, I used to have guys Come over and tell me You know what the play was Like you see with television uh-huh. to, the, to announce Explain it Explain what was going on Yeah Because you know I, I yeah. did it for 15 years and uh, so, yeah, Moose was Moose was an entertaining place. And Wyoming wasn't always an entertaining game because you knew the crowd was going to be passionate. And I was telling you about the weather. It's the only place in that I've ever been where because they draw from the state hours mm-hmm. around right. that they give uh, in the about five, six minutes to go, they give the weather reports in the various areas on the roads because in the winter there – It can get really nasty. And I have been in a snowstorm on a sunny day. And what I mean by that is you look up... I had a sunroof, and you could see the sun, but the wind is howling so much, it's like white-out conditions because it's just whipping across I-80. Just the snow that's already on the ground. Yes, yes. And so you're driving, and you're you're white-knuckling it big time, and you can see the sun. It's the craziest thing. Yeah. So Wyoming was always... That doesn't describe Wyoming. I don't know. Take what. your life in your own hands. But once you got to the arena and you got on campus, you could feel the excitement of the game because they had some pretty good teams. And the fans are, not a lot of them, but they're as passionate as can be. And when the Utes were coming to town, Majerus was always a draw, and it was always exciting. It was always fun. Yeah. I look back on that time of my uh, work life with nothing but fondness.
0: Seemed like it was going to
1: last forever. I'm it glad it did. a long time. About right, 15 years, I'd had my full,
0: my fill. And my, now Wyoming's 0-10. That's a shocker And the me, question man. is, is getting a road win going to get the Aggies in the right frame of mind to go beat San Diego State on Saturday? Well, that's a massive task either way. Yep. But but teams don't go undefeated well, through college
1: yeah, basketball. Yeah, I was just thinking a couple them. years back with Gonzaga, they printed the paper. The Spokesman Review had them beating, going undefeated in the regular yeah. season, only they didn't. Because BYU went up there and it. wrecked them. And the Cougars yeah. got them. So is it possible? Absolutely. Because in basketball, shooting can be fickle and fleeting, and who knows? Sam Merrill and his guys can get way hot, and the Aztecs could be way cold. Wouldn't bet it, but you never know.
0: We also talked with Chad Lewis, and I don't know how we could possibly summarize all the stuff he told us about Andy Reid, why, why, Why? players and ex-players and basically the entire league loves Andy and is rooting for him and all the personal stuff he went through. Uh, Chad got way into it for his book and shared a lot of, uh, of that with us. You should go listen to that at 1280 uh Yach put it out on Twitter, I retweeted it so it's, it's out there, you gotta listen to it. Yeah,
1: thanks for getting that interview, Yaka. I mean, Chad Lewis is always a great interview. Plus, he has such extensive personal experience. This, Being a BYU guy, you're going to know Reed, but we played for him for seven years, yeah, too. Like
0: yeah, for him in the NFL. And, and people
1: talk about him and Lavelle. Well, he played for both.
0: Yeah, so he's got extensive knowledge. Yeah.
1: Plus, he's just an overall good dude.
0: Thanks for Chad for coming on and uh, sharing those stories about Andy. And if you uh, like Andy, think you like Andy, like BYU, like to root for ex-Cougars, you should go listen to that interview because uh, Chad shared some really good stories, really good perspective. So,
1: Yak, what's your deal, man? You're a 49er fan, but Andy reads one of your guys. I'm
0: torn up this week.
1: I'm, I'm going Andy.
0: I'm rooting for my boys. I got I got to back the Niners, but if they lose to a guy like Andy, I'd be more okay with it. I just
1: want to see Andy Reid win, and then the players try to put him on uh, <laughs> their shoulders.
0: Yeah, I'll take a third defensive lineman, but they'll make it happen.
1: He's sure? got he's, he's got some old linemen, Fisher,
0: Schwartz, those offensive linemen. Yeah, they're going to have to get
1: down in low squat position. Yeah, yeah, they'll, yeah right.
2: They'll, they'll figure it out, though. They'll get
0: right. that. They got it. How much NFL offensive and defensive linemen squad? What are those numbers, Jacques? Oh, that was Give me some combine numbers 500, 600, 600 pounds. pounds. Yeah. See?
1: Or Shanahan, you you can have You can anybody. hoist him oh, up. Oh, yeah, the kicker will throw him through the
0: goalposts. Discus. <laughs> yeah, you've got him. No Spin problem. around in Kyle's Airborne, yeah. All right, come join the zone in ARUP Friday, 10 to 3 at ARUP 9786 South, 500 West. Come save a life and donate some blood. It only takes 30 minutes, and you'll receive a Megaplex gift card, popcorn voucher, and jazz gear. DJ and PK, stay with us. Your feedback. A lot of takes on Taysom Hill. We were talking about Taysom and the Saints. We'll get to that next.
2: And it's all over, almost here. Don't go nowhere. Win, win, win. It's a win ticket Wednesday on the Zone Sports Network. It's a win ticket Wednesday right here. Win. Listen all day for the win ticket Wednesday sounder for your chance to win tickets. What? Who authorized that? To all the biggest concerts, games, and other great events here in the state of Utah. It's a win ticket Wednesday right here. Right here. Right here. Right here. Woo! Right <laughs> <laughs> On 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network.
0: All right, it's time for your feedback. Brought to you by Audi Salt Lake City, where you can pick up a new Audi Q5 SUV for only three fifty nine dollars per month. Visit Audi Salt Lake City at 999 South State or AudiSaltLakeCity.com. We've not been able to get your feedback on the phones today because the phone lines have been down, which has made it impossible to give away the win tickets Wednesday. So, Yuck, we're going to do it on your Twitter handle, so that you pick up some more Twitter followers, you're welcome. Thank you. Tell people what your Twitter handle is at Jacob C. Hatch. What do you get if you get more Twitter followers? Uh, the big ego boost for Yak, I think. Yeah, okay. that's, that's, that's all. What us. is your Twitter handle one more time? At Jacob C. Hatch. Okay, you got to tweet to that account, all right? If you tweet the answer at me or at PK, you know what you're winning? Nothing because they're not going to see it. (laughs) Nothing. We'll see it eventually. Yeah, but... You got to tweet at Jacob C. Hatch, and you have to answer this question because I want these Utah basketball tickets for either February 6th or the 8th, the Stanford or Cal game. Uh, I want them to go to someone who listens to the show a lot. We want to reward the regular listeners. If you listen to the show a lot, you know where Yach went to high school. Tweet that right now at Jacob C. Hatch. Whoever does it it first gets the tickets. All right? Cool. That item of business is taken care of. Now... The feedback from the people who were uh, tweeting at us, ah, uh, Sven at Wyoming Cowboy in Utah. He did not enjoy Utah State going in there and drilling Wyoming by 23, but he also knows 0 and 9, so he probably didn't have high hopes. He tweets at us, took him down memory lane, there was nothing better than a big Monday and watching Josh Davis, Marcus Bailey, Ute and Udo, the two bigs from Nigeria, taking down Utah. Oh, yeah, I remember it.
1: And if I remember correctly, they had those guys coming back, but Marcus Bailey, who was an LDS kid, end up, he got hurt, and he didn't get a chance to play, and they were they were good. But if I remember correctly, that next year, they were really thinking they are going to be something, and like in the summer or preseason or something, Marcus Bailey blew out his knee, and uh, that was a massive loss for them because he was an excellent
0: player. We've talked a lot about Taysom Hill in New Orleans. Drew Brees, is he going to retire or is he going to play another year and then retire? Could that year be a transition year to bring him back? If, they, if, if Drew comes back, they're not going to have money for Teddy Bridgewater. Bridgewater was 5-0. and as a starter filling in for Drew Brees. He would presumably get a big money deal with another team. Now, if Drew Brees retires, maybe he gets a big money deal with the Saints. We'll have to see how all that plays out. But the story's out there that they are grooming Taysom Hill to be the guy, knowing full well that Brees could retire in a year and Bridgewater could be gone before then. What do you think of that? And Robbie says, Taysom's a great passer. He's a great player. He's been learning a lot with Brees helping him. This is a good move. Robbie is all aboard the Taysom Hill Quarterback Express in the Superdome.
1: Uh, I'm not quite as on board, although I'd love to see him get the opportunity to see what he can do.
0: Well, there's two things, and one thing works for him and one thing works against him. Getting more reps and experience in the NFL, we've seen guys grow and progress. So that's his upside that is untapped, and we don't know where that can go. But the downside is... The defenses get you on film, you don't surprise him. And he comes in a few plays, often he runs, sometimes he throws, and it looks good, but you're not on film the same way. Playing every down in every game is going to be a different deal. So there's a lot of unknowns out there with him, both positive and negative. Yeah, and
1: then I wonder, because he knew in college, you're not open,
0: you're not catching me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So you're not open as my guy, you're not catching me as their guys. Because no matter who they had... I don't know, they were outrunning him. He might be able to get with him, but then he had the strength and the agility to get by you, over you, through you, whatever it needed to be done, he was able to do. How's that going to fly in the NFL? Because then, if, you, if you're just taking off at the drop of a hat, that's not good. But see, now, you know, you come in and you energize your team, particularly when he comes in at home, You you pump up the fan base, and then the announcers go berserk, and he runs for seven yards.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Duh <laughs> Tim Lacombe joined us earlier to talk jazz He's in an all day sales seminar And he wanted people to tweet at him some, uh, some fun stuff he could say That would make him sound smart Fishhead says plan your work Work your plan So Tim's got that to lob out at the seminar Do what today.
1: you say, say what you do <laughs> Okay alright I'm down
0: with that uh, And I did send him We need flexibility within a structured system so there's that. That's a cool saying. That is. Yak just sold out. We just saw who Yak is, and really, it was it was a pretty ugly picture. Uh, he loves Andy Reid, but he loves the Niners, and he just sold Andy right down the river. He's all about the Niners and the Super Bowl. Yak, do you carry any guilt with that? Mm, a twinge, not really. Okay, Andy's good.
1: sixty-one man. He may not ever get back. Who yeah. knows? He may be back next year. He deserves a Super Bowl. There's no doubt.
0: Let's well, let's get it get it for Andy. Sergeant Jazz says, "I'm actually right there with Jacob C. Hatch. Huge Niner fan, but I won't be sad to see Reed with a ring."
1: You know, listening
0: to Chad Lewis, I'm all aboard the Andy Reed train. All aboard! Yeah, it was it was really good interview. He shared some really good stories. And uh, you ought to listen to those. We, we could try to retell them, but we wouldn't do them justice. Go to 1280thezone.com. Uh, go to Twitter. We retweeted a link there. It's on my Twitter account at David DJ James. It's also up at Stitcher and Spotify and iTunes and anywhere you get podcasts, as is the rest of the show. So if you are just joining us now and you wish you'd heard all of this, well, you still can. We're out of time, though. Austin and Tony are coming up next. We'll talk to you.